Hello, this is Reverend John Yaxley on the Methodist Podcast. Welcome to each one of you listening in today. Whoever you are, wherever you are on your journey of life and faith, and whatever your idea or opinion of God, you are welcome to this place and this time. My hope for you listening in today is that you will be encouraged in your journey through this life and through this world. I'd like to pray an opening prayer, shall we pray? Lord God, the one who created everything we feel, experience and know in this world, we thank you for the gift of life, the ways we experience joy and fulfilment. Thank you for all the different ways your love touches each one of us. You know that we have our doubts at times about your existence and we struggle to see why life is how it is for us. As we come together online today, we thank you for all the ways we can worship you. We give thanks too for sunrise and sunset, incredible skies and seas, and valleys and beautiful nature everywhere. Thank you also for the beautiful people you put around us. Amen.
Psalm 19 For the Director of Music, a Psalm of David The heavens declare the glory of God The skies proclaim the work of His hands Day after day they pour forth speech Night after night they reveal knowledge They have no speech, they use no words No sound is heard from them Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It's like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Luke chapter 4, verses 14 to 21. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Why believe in God? I was privy to a conversation between one of our grandchildren and his mother over Christmas. And he told his mother, I believe in God. She said, Why is that? And he answered, because you told us about him, or taught us about him. 
That's a good thing, I think, for a parent to hear. With all that's going on in our grandson's life, and there's a lot going on, the message had got through that God is real. He exists. Somehow, that little boy hears in his life, day after day, that God exists. Despite television, social media, things other people say, even school teachers, that little boy believes in God. Because you told us about him. Psalm 19 begins with these words you just heard. The heavens declare the glory of God. We might say or interpret those words as they speak or tell us something about him. Now some days the skies are vivid, clear and beautiful and they almost seem to have God's personal signature written on them. Other days, as we are well aware in England, it's much less so. The skies are dull. Perhaps a message about God's love or even existence isn't there in the same way. We can't see it so well. The last few days I rushed outside because the morning sky was bright red. I now have a phone I can take reasonable pictures on. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth their words to the ends of the world. Another psalm, Psalm 8, verse 1. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them? I heard somewhere recently that, the, that there were only five hours of real daylight in the whole month of December 2021. Five hours in a month. No wonder I rushed to get a picture of a bright sky. It's easily possible to spend much of our time indoors. Sometimes because of the weather, the majority of our day being dark, not light. But we can miss what's happening outside because our focus is on things indoors. I've just realised in saying this that we should not limit God to just showing his creativity in the great outdoors. The skies, the seas, 
and the valleys. Friends, he is speaking to us all the time and everywhere. Liz, my wife, nearly always notices birds in the garden before me. Jacob, our youngest grandson, sees things on his walks before I do, or even things I do not notice at all. So it's a bit like I need to work at noticing, really noticing nature. If it's really true in the words of the poem, we are nearer God's heart in a garden than anywhere else on earth, then part of that must be seeing the skies. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. The skies, I suppose, like so much of the planet, have been affected or polluted. But they speak and they tell us about the creating, loving touch of God. The creator of everything. For those listening in who are Christian people, I don't know if anyone ever asks you why you believe in God. If they do, or if they did, one answer could be, have you really looked around you recently? Did you see the sunset last night, the sunrise this morning? It told me something really powerful, that God made everything, that he is creative, and wants us to experience love and beauty and be in relationship with him. Now, I enjoy words. I like speaking and preaching. Some words I just read to you or said might appear to not make sense. Day after day, they, the skies or heavens, pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words, no sound is heard from them, yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Something really powerful and dynamic is going on. It's beyond words or explanation. It's without words or speech or sound. And it's a voice which goes out to the ends of the world. I understand this to mean that God's creation sends a powerful message out to the whole world. It draws people who know him personally to praise and worship. The same voice impacts people who are not already aware of him to consider how the skies and much else came to be made. I mean, he did it. It didn't just happen by some outside random chance or explosion through which this planet and life on it began and continue. The heavens declare the glory of God. Let's think about declaring. Those of us who know God personally through trusting Jesus as saviour and following, following him, we have that personal responsibility 
to declare the glory of God. Jesus told his followers in Matthew 5.14, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the world. Sorry, to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Light cannot be hidden. Certainly, bright skies cannot be hidden too. We cannot always meet with people or get to be with them in their homes, perhaps. But we can and we will declare the glory of God. We have something to say to people, something powerful to declare. Maybe you remember the phrase from airports years ago, that question people would be asked. Do you have anything to declare? I suppose, and I could be wrong, this related to baggage in suitcases that the airline needed to be aware of. Our answer as Christian people, or people of Christian faith, must be, well, yes, we do. A great message of hope to a world often without any hope, meaning, or purpose. In Luke chapter 4, we read the words, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Twice in those three verses, we have the word proclaim, which I take to mean declare or speak out. If you are listening in today and do not believe in God, but know someone who does and someone who is a Christian believer, look at their lives, listen to their words. Are they declaring God's love and hope? Because they should be. This should be day after day. Life as a Christian is full time. Just like the skies or heavens continually give out a message, we are to do that too. Often we have more opportunity, I think, to share the glory of God when we are outside the house, walking, meeting and greeting for people. How's that going? For you. But if we really can't leave home, we can proclaim our belief as we contact others, write letters, cards, maybe phone people or text them. On a personal note, I have had days when I found it easier to not talk about God or share my faith. I was helped greatly many years ago when a preacher shared he sometimes had days when he was asking himself, what was that all about? A reference to days he wanted to forget quickly when perhaps things didn't go well, when so much went wrong, when he was discouraged, 
and when his Christian witness seemed to be ineffectual. What I have learned is that when I fail, God will dust me down and set me on the right path again and remind me he loves me and forgives me and wants to use me. It really helps if I'm honest with him and tell him how I really feel. Confessing our failures. I often need to do that. And then, day after day after day, I and other Christians too are part of a voice which goes out into all the ends of the earth. I have been for many years and I will continue to be in God's grace and with his help. The voice is powerful. Countless millions of believers around the world sharing their faith with others. I read to you again the, the words from the psalm we heard earlier. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. So in concluding this message, the heavens and skies declare the glory of God. Look out for that. Watch. Christian believers are also to be a powerful voice about the greatness of God. Ask God to give you strength for that task. It will help others to believe. We will now have the hymn, How Great Thou Art. Trees. When I look down 
from lofty mountain grandeur and hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art and when i think that god his son not sparing sent him to die i scarce can take it in that on a cross my burdens gladly bearing he bled and died to take away my sin then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art and when christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then i shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my god how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art how great thou art how great thou Some prayers of confession. We recognise that we often fail to see real beauty. Beauty that is all around us. In other people, our families, friends and loved ones. In our busy and often complicated lives. Help us to take time to breathe and listen and see. Nature itself including the sea, the wildlife, the nature, animals and birds, the sunrise and sunset, 
and the seasons of the year. Forgive us, Lord God. Open our eyes to see your love and the love of Jesus, who gave his life to forgive our sins as he died on the cross for all who believe in him. Thank you for your forgiveness. Amen. And there's some prayers for others. We pray into situations in this world of heartache and pain, for people distressed and anxious at personal bereavement and loss. Lord God, give peace, we pray, to all affected. Help those who are seeking to know you, but are finding that journey difficult. We pray for all working in healthcare right across this world, as they experience difficult situations, staff shortages, death of patients and work colleagues. Again, Lord God, we ask that you bring peace. We pray for our government, asking that you enable leaders to lead with discipline and be those who have servant hearts for others. We pray for ourselves, including our families and loved ones. Give us strength for each day and help us to be the positive influences you want us to be. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now for our final hymn, The Day Thou Gavest.
closing prayer. Deep peace of the running wave to you. Deep peace of the flowing air to you. Deep peace of the quiet earth to you. Deep peace of the shining stars to you. Deep peace of the gentle night to you. Moon and stars pour their healing light on you. Deep peace of Christ, the light of the world, to you. Deep peace of Christ, to you. Amen.